it's important to read the great passages of Scripture that set out the, the truths and the doctrine of the Christian faith. But the parts of the Bible that really reach out and grab me are the times when Jesus meets ordinary people, people like you, people like me. It's these encounters that uh, really seize my imagination, probably because that's when I think they're more relevant and more meaningful to you. What I'd like to do this morning is to uh, read a passage from the Bible about one of these encounters. I'm going to read from Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. Um, it begins, Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up, get on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, Bartimaeus jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This passage about Bartimaeus is very special to me. I'll explain why later on. So let's, uh, let's take a look in more detail, shall we? Jesus was travelling through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. Jericho in those days was a very popular um, holiday resort where Jews would go from Jerusalem to relax by the river. Uh, it was built by Herod the Great. And it was a place that was quite busy and uh, uh, had a buzz to it. Archaeologists have discovered that Jericho has actually been continuously inhabited for over 11,000 years. That's incredible. It's one of the oldest cities in the world. Jesus and his disciples coming across a beggar wasn't unusual. Beggars were a, a very common sight back in those days. Because um, most work involves some kind of physical labour. If you had a, a disability or a handicap, almost certainly meant you couldn't work. And if you didn't have family to look after you, you were a beggar. That's just the way it was. No choice. Unfortunately, blindness that Bartimaeus had was considered by many to be a curse from God. It was punishment for some sin that you'd committed or a sin that being committed by your your father or mother it was punishment from god but jesus he totally refuted this idea because he went out out of his way he reached out to heal blind people people with illnesses disabilities diseases like uh, like leprosy 
There are three accounts in the Gospels where Jesus actually healed someone who was blind. There are over, I think, 30 incidents where Jesus cures somebody in the four Gospels. But they're nearly all anonymous. We never know who they are. There were people like Jairus' wife, sorry, Jairus' daughter, a woman healed from a bleeding, Peter's mother-in-law, a man healed of demons, a dead man raised from the dead at, uh, at Nain. All of these people are anonymous. There's the man lowered through the roof by his friends. We don't know who he is. There are only two exceptions to these healings. One was the raising of Lazarus. We know his name. And the only other one is Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus is a down and out. He's a beggar, marginalised by Greeks and Romans. By Jews, Bartimaeus is regarded as being ritually unclean. He's on the edge of society. But Mark, the author of this gospel, obviously thinks he's someone we should honour. Jesus was coming along the road with his disciples and there's a terrible noise from the crowd. They're all so excited that Jesus is there. Bartimaeus, sitting at the side of the road in his usual place for begging, hears all this commotion and he shouts out to Jesus on the top of his voice. The people in the crowd tell him to be quiet. They rebuke him. But Bartimaeus shouts even more. He calls out to Jesus twice. He says to Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David harkens back to the very first uh, verse of the New Testament in Matthew chapter 1. It says that uh, Son of David, Son of Abraham, Son of David is a popular way of addressing the Messiah. Jesus was often called the Son of David. Son of David is actually used 17 times in the four Gospels. 730 years before this, the prophet Isaiah wrote in Isaiah chapter 9 that the Messiah will be a descendant of King David. There will be greatness in his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom. What this blind beggar is saying to the crowd is that this man isn't, isn't just Jesus of Nazareth. He is actually the Messiah, the anointed one, the Christ. We don't know how long Bartimaeus has been blind, certainly many years, but it only took him a few moments to call out to Jesus for help. Jesus had, meant, had met many people who were spiritually blind, religious leaders, wealthy people, poor people, family members, people in the crowd. Although their eyes were clear, they couldn't see the truth about Jesus. They were spiritually blind. But Bartimaeus could see the truth and knew that Jesus was coming and boldly he calls out on the top of his voice. When Jesus asked him 
what do you want me to do? There are a few things Bartimaeus could have said. He could have asked Jesus for, for money. He could have asked him for clothing. Food was another thing he could have asked him for. But Bartimaeus asked him for things that were bigger than material concerns. Bartimaeus said, Rabbi, I want to see. You'll notice there's no pretentiousness or religious pride in Bartimaeus in this exchange between God and man. The blind man had a deep desire and that desire was to see. And he took that desire, which was deep in his heart, he took it to Jesus. Bartimaeus just came straight out with it and asked Jesus. Jesus was touched by Bartimaeus, so much so he just said, your faith has healed you and he restored his sight. Jesus stresses the necessity of faith. Bartimaeus had the kind of faith that pleases God. God likes faith like that. A wholehearted trust in the Lord, in the healer. That's the faith that God likes. In coming to Jesus, we need the freshness of Bartimaeus. Overcoming reticence and reserve and shyness maybe and a reluctance to pour out what's in your deepest felt well, deep, what's deep in your heart Bartimaeus had not seen any of Jesus's miracles but he responded in faith to what he had heard about him he'd heard plenty about Jesus somehow Bartimaeus just knew his faith in Jesus was there even though he'd never met him or seen him before. The Apostle Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 1, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. I did say at the beginning why I chose this passage about the healing of Bartimaeus, because it's very personal to me. Um, it was really when I heard about this healing, that is what brought me to the Lord. A long time ago now, I was, uh, I was 38, and uh, I'd come so far from my old life, from my previous life. And the Bible and what was taught really meant things to me things I'd never felt before. It was relevant to my life. It was as if the Bible written all those years ago, 2,000 years ago, was written for today. And what was preached that morning when I was in church at 38? It was for me. The minister was talking to me. And what happened between Jesus and Bartimaeus was exactly what was happening between Jesus and me. I'd come close to Jesus, but I couldn't go any further. And why I couldn't go any further was quite simply because I didn't think I was good enough. I had to be better than I was. That's what held me back, and I couldn't do it. And then I heard about this blind beggar, and Jesus was just passing by. That was his chance. And if he didn't call out, 
and grab his chance, Jesus was going to be gone. And I thought, that's me. I can't wait any longer. So I called out and I asked Jesus to come into my life. And within a few weeks, I was baptised. That's why this story, this account of this incident is so powerful to me. You would think that having been given your sight back, that he would have rushed home, that Bartimaeus would have rushed home and told his family, look at me, I can see. No, what does he do? He follows Jesus down the road. He doesn't go home. He actually follows Jesus down the road. He follows him along the road from Jericho to Jerusalem. If Bartimaeus had not taken his chance, he would never have seen Jesus again because Jesus never returned to Jericho. And just over a week later, after this incident, Jesus was crucified. Bartimaeus' chance would have gone. There are a few lessons I think we can learn from the life of Bartimaeus and this incident. First is, don't let the crowd stop you. He was held back by the crowd, you know, told him to be quiet. But no, don't let the crowd stop you. If you were searching for Jesus and people say to you, who do you think you are? You know, what do you want to bother with that lot for? You must be mad believing in all that stuff. Well, when people tell you these things, don't listen to them. You do what you know to be right and you follow Jesus, just like Bartimaeus did. And let go of the past is another thing. Bartimaeus took his cloak that he had around him, flung it down and left it there. That cloak really was symbolic of his past. That was his past life, his old life had gone. He could now see he was following Jesus and he had an exciting new life ahead of him. So let go of the past is another thing. He followed Jesus, but he also asked Jesus for help. If you're in your, in your life and you have problems, it could be with work, it could be with money, it could be with relationships, Whatever it is, you can ask Jesus for help. Matthew says, ask and it will be given to you. Ask for help. Don't be afraid of, uh, of asking for help. And to finish off on what we can learn from Bartimaeus, I'm just thinking of that painting by Holman Hunt. That's in St. Paul's Cathedral, the light of the world. And he shows Jesus knocking on the door. And uh, Jesus tells us that he's knocking on the door of your life. But the handle is on the inside. If you look at that painting closely, there's no handle on the outside. The handle is on the inside. Only you can let Jesus into your life. He's knocking on the door. Only you can open that door and let him in. Jesus will not force himself onto you. This incident, I think, is very powerful, although it's quite short. And just to finish off, I just want to say that in the words of the great rapper Eminem, he says, you better never let it go. You only get one shot. Don't miss your chance. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. 
So when Jesus passes you by, call out to him and he will come to you and save your life.